Yes, sir. That's some sweet music. That music means that the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark are back for another year. My partner is the ex-Eagles beat writer for Trenton Times and NJ.com, Mark Eckel. Mark, good to see you. He's the good-looking guy on the left. I don't know who the old guy is on the right. I think Joe must have switched our picture around here from uh, (laughs) Sweet Recording Studios. But, uh, Mark, it's good to see you. We've been through a lot uh, this offseason, and the Eagles are back for another year. How you doing? I'm doing great. And uh, You're looking good? i got to say, you know, I'm not up there anymore. As you know, I, I live in South Carolina now, Myrtle Beach. But Philadelphia, and I got to say, Philadelphia, it never, it never, I'm never surprised by anything. But Eagle fans are the best. They really, I mean, I miss them because they, they're the only team, the only fans I know that get upset after wins. A win's a win, you know. I, I mean, agree. It's hard to win. You played the games. You know, it's hard to win, especially Listen. on the road. Now, listen, Jalen Hurts had a quote last year that said, either you win or you learn. Well, the Eagles actually did both exactly. on Sunday, right? It's it's good to learn while you win. And obviously, we're going to talk about a lot of the mistakes and the miscues. Yeah, yes. And, you know, uh, most of it, and before I get into the, the crux of our, of our podcast here, let me remind everybody that this podcast uh, is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Mark, you know, we've got a legacy club. We've got 200-plus members. We had over 200 people at our Wells Fargo event a couple weeks ago. We've got one coming up at Parks Casino, and uh, Live Casino is going to host an event later this year. It's great for your business. If you want to attend one of these guests, as, uh, one of these events as my guest, please contact me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com, and we'll send you a free invite, and you can come uh, rub elbows with some pretty important business people. And for more information, you go to jerseymanmagazine.com. So, Mark, let's talk a little bit because um, our podcast was truncated last year because of my health situation. You had gone through a a bypass procedure a a couple months earlier than that. I actually had one a couple days before the Super Bowl. We were going to change the name to the bypass. The bypass. Yeah, the bypass, brothers. I think that's got a good ring to it. But uh, so – and actually, I I got home from the hospital the day before the Super Bowl. And my doctor said, listen, I'm going to send you home as long as you watch the Super Bowl and don't get excited. I said, well, yeah, we need a lopsided yeah. Eagles win, which was exactly the opposite. I was jumping exactly. off of my chair, but luckily I survived. So we weren't able to recap the Super Bowl because of my health situation. Obviously, the Eagles lost a tough game. And now we're on to 2023. A lot of changes uh, up and down the depth chart, and we've got some injuries to talk about. But let's talk about this Eagles performance uh, on Sunday. And I think you and I are in agreement that um, as I go back in time to my day, we played uh, four preseason games. Uh, we were in camp for three weeks before the preseason game started. Every uh, starter played every minute of every practice, full contact, tackle to the ground. Nobody got hurt. They played almost every minute of every preseason game, obviously live contact in the game. Nobody got hurt. Now, in today's football, I, apparently the teams feel like they have such an investment in some of these players, they don't want to risk injury. What happens, though, is you get players that are not sharp uh, trying to debut in their opening game. And I think uh, Jalen Hurts, who obviously had a tremendous season last year, just just so showed some rust as anybody would do by not playing the game at full speed for such a long time. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And injuries are going to. Ha- hey, listen, Aaron Rodgers is out for the year with a torn Achilles. Yeah, 
it happens. Yeah. I mean, that was that's the all time crazy. I mean, if you're a Jets fan, you you're jumping off. The, that's the that, that is right cruel, up. unusual punishment. I'll tell you, those, those people mean, were you know, so excited. Four plays in, they lose their guy. Oh, I mean, didn't even complete a pass. I can relate as a um, Cubs fan, so I'm used to that kind of stuff. There you go. <laughs> um, but I mean, injuries are going to happen, whether they happen first game, tenth game, sixteenth game. It's a it's a violent game. You're gonna, you know, you do all you can to prevent them, but at what at what cost? And and the Eagles won the game, and that's that's all that matters. By the end, by the end of the year, you're not gonna look. This isn't college football where you got to win convincingly to get to get votes for the BCS, you know, all that kind of stuff. You just get wins. This is a win. They won. New England lost. That's bottom line. But I I I fully expect it, not just because of the, what happened in preseason. And this is why I may have played if I was. Uh, Nick Sirianni, I may have played my players a little more in preseason because, like you said, there's a lot of changes on this. This team that went to the Super Bowl is not the same team that played New England opening. opening. No, it is not. Let's start with the two. They have two new coordinators. Mm -hmm. That's rare in this league to have two new coordinators. I think the last time I, I, I looked it up, I think the last time without firing the whole staff, you know, when I mean, obviously, when, team, when the head coach gets fired, they, with, with, with uh, the same head coach with two new coordinators. The last time I think that happened was San Francisco in 95 when uh, the Eagles actually hired Ray Rhodes and I believe Denver hired um, Mike Shanahan. Mm -hmm. I believe they were two coordinators. But anyway, so it's, you know, that's that's changed right there. They have a new defensive coordinator. Sean Desai from Seattle. Right. Yeah. And Brian Johnson, who's a longtime friend of uh, Jalen Hurts, has known him since he was a little boy. Um, but there, the but he's never right, and he's and he's. I mean, but they both have new roles. And and, so and Johnson's never called plays in an NFL exactly. game before. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's different. The defense, I believe, they have five or six new starters on defense. Right, both safeties, the linebackers. So that's different. Offense. A couple different. The running backs a little well. Gainwell's still there, but I mean, he wasn't the man. Miles Sanders was your number one guy. He's gone. A, a new guard, uh, Jurgens, taken over for um, mm -hmm. some um, Smalu. Right? Yeah. So I mean, offense not quite as different, but the defense is totally different with a new coordinator. So I expected the Eagles to start slowly, um, and they did, but they got the win. That's they they were outplayed outgained out everything but they found a way Darius Slay makes a big play pick six well the New England guy kind of dropped it but anyway he made the play brought it back they um thank god they have a pretty good good kicker too and and that didn't change because that, that 50 some yard field goal was a big difference in yeah, the game that was big for sure uh, just take a look at the stats briefly Jalen Hurts a very pedestrian day 22 for 33 170 yards and one touchdown as opposed to Mac Jones 35 for 54, 316 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. The interception was a little bit unlucky because it came on a deflected ball that Darius Slay returned for a pick six early, which may have been the biggest play in the game. But you know, we talked about uh, Hurts uh, looking rusty. Um, the Eagles really never got a ground game established. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, 14 carries, 54 yards, was their leading rusher. Um, A.J. Brown had a pretty good day, seven receptions for 79 yards. But as um, as is usually the case when an offense really isn't clicking on all, and I, I got to tell you, I was at practice, at training camp practice. I don't know how they get their timing down because everything is uh, is a bump. It's a pillow fight. There's no really live, e even you know, uh, receivers 
and cornerbacks playing seven on seven, you know, they, they're not playing bump and run. They're really not uh, trying to hold up the receiver at the line. It, it's really not representative of what happens in a game. So the fact that the Eagles struggled, especially on offense, really didn't surprise me. And most of the league struggled because a lot of those early games were, were under totals because teams aren't just ready to play at full speed. And, and, and like I said, a lot of it goes back to preseason and what if I think I'm I'm going to look this up, but just off the top of my head, I know the teams that played their guys a little bit more in preseason this year. Let's the team, another team that I follow closely, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. They played Jordan Love played a lot of preseason well, because he was, but he know, needs to play. I mean, here there's he a, yeah, he's taken over and he played and right, and he played in, and not just he didn't. It wasn't just him with with backups. He played with his offensive line except for David Bakhtiari, who they're mm-hmm. resting because of his knee, and his receivers. Well, he went out and put up 30, 38, well, 31 points. They scored 38, but seven was on defense. But he put up, he played a good game and put up numbers against the, the Bears. I mean, and I, I'm sure, there's, and there's other examples. I think, um, did San Francisco, did, did Purdy play in preseason? I don't know, he was coming off the injury. Very little, because he was coming off the injury. Right, but, but again, and it's a long season. It's a long season. What I mean, I, I I put a thing up online this this morning that what kind of odds would I have gotten that Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo would have all lost straight up? Pretty good, week, right? I mean, come on, that's, a, good, that's a nice three team parlay on draft. Yeah, days. if you took the other three, right? I mean, more take the money line on all three would have been a, yeah. a, a heck of a payout. But but again, and they're probably. I mean, going in, everybody thought they were the top three teams in a in a, in a loaded AFC, and all three lost. So. The first week, the first, you know, it's the first week. But the, but like I said, the Eagles found a way to play poorly by their standards and still come away with a win. So that's, to me, that's impressive. When 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 you don't play your best game, Dallas played his best game the other night and beat the Giants by 40. That was impressive. But to me, it's just as impressive to win when you don't play well. Do you think Sir, uh, Sirianni has the autonomy to go into Jeff and uh, Howie and say, listen, you know, Hertz is my guy. I want him to be ready. I want to play him, uh, you know, a full preseason game. You think they would say, "Go ahead and do what you want"? Do you think they'd say, "Wait a minute, we just sunk two hundred fifty million dollars into this guy"? <laughs> no, seriously, it's a conversation I that, it, that I assume is going to happen. I think there's a middle ground. I think you can. You, they they compromise. You don't play him the whole game because, like, Love didn't play the whole game, but mm-hmm. you play him. They but there's three preseason games. Now you you play him a quarter the first game, maybe a little more than a, maybe almost a half in the second. And if you want to sit him out the third one, that I'm, I'm I'm not I have no problem with that. I mean back, you know, I don't go back to when you like when when you played with with Vermeil. Um, that was I don't remember those days. I was in school, but I, mean, I, I, remember I tried to I tried to erase them from my mind myself. <laughs> well, you and you you had some success though. Um, but I was there for the Buddy Ryan, Ray Rhodes, Rich Co- all those years, and even early Andy Reid. They players played preseason. Yeah, but they didn't play the whole game, no. but they played. It was usually it was four games. The first game you played about a quarter, depending on on how it went. Mm-hmm. If you didn't like, if the if you went three and out, three and out, you might go back out again just to get something going, or or vice versa. If if the if the offense went out and put together a fifteen play, eighty yard touchdown drive, then they okay take the rest of the night off. But they played. They played, and then the second or third games, you played more. I I remember. Uh, there, I don't know if you remember this story. Randall Cunningham, during the Randall Cunningham years, he was in, he was invited to Whitney Houston's birthday party, <laughs> and it was the night of a preseason game, and 
he had to get Buddy Ryan's permission. Him and a couple of things. I think Keith Jackson, Keith Byers. I forget. There was like three of them that were invited to this Whitney Houston birthday party. Mm-hmm. And Buddy let him leave. Said, All right, you play the first half. Halftime, get dressed. You can leave. Now the player that now they they wouldn't even have to ask. It's they amazing. wouldn't even go to the games, do they? <laughs> I mean, Dick Vermeil would have short circuited if we went to ask him <laughs> if we were wanting to go to a birthday party instead of playing sure the second. Uh, so I, I want to now. They, they, do the players even go to the game preseason games? Oh yeah, they're there. They're they're they yeah. They're even the ones that aren't playing. They're, uh, they're are they on the sideline. Yeah, they're they on the sideline. They're in the sideline. Okay. I, I saw that. So I got some concerns. I think the Eagles' offense will eventually rectify itself. Number one, it's the best offensive line in the league. Number two, they've got the skill position players to make it happen. And I think they have got a really good quarterback that's going to continue to improve this year. Defensively, I've are got you worried some... about Johnson at all? Are you worried at all about the new play caller? Um. Again, I, I can't make a judgment on this last game because no, I'm I, not basing off that. Just the fact that he's new and he's never. No. I'm surprised Sirianni so, isn't called. Didn't take it. Take, didn't take the play calling back. Well, apparently that's a vote of confidence for sure. you know a new guy, and we'll, and we'll see. And listen, if it, if it goes sideways, Sirianni can always you know take that responsibility back but I applaud the uh, the fact that he's given this guy a chance but so defensively I've got some concerns number one defensive line is good I thought they had an effective pass rush not blitzing very much which I understand but my concern is exactly like the Super Bowl last year Travis Kelsey had the entire middle of the field open to Rome and it looked like uh, Belichick had a pretty good plan because once they weathered that initial pass rush the, the, the linebackers and safeties, they just weren't tight enough on coverage, and the middle of the field was wide open. Um, and the Eagles now have some injury concerns. And the Kobe Dean, their starting middle linebacker, is going to be out for a couple weeks with a foot injury. They're going to replace him with a guy by the name of Nicholas Morrow, who's a practice squad player, comes from a, a very small school. I think it's Greenville College. He's only six foot two sixteen as a middle linebacker in the NFL. That's going to be uh, challenging to overcome. Of course, they lost Sean Bradley in the preseason to injury, so he's out for the year. James Bradbury, their slot corner now, is out with a concussion. They're not sure he's going to play this week. And it looks like Gainwell, Fletcher Cox, and Reed Blankenship all have rib injuries, but they're expected to play. Keep in mind, this is a short week. they got to tee it up again on Thursday against a Minnesota team who's not going to be in a very good mood after losing their home opener to Tampa Bay last week. Yeah, the, the Bradbury thing's going to hurt a little bit because the Vikings do. The, the, I don't think the Vikings are very good, but they do have two very good, or very, they have a great wide receiver in Justin Jefferson. And then the kid they, they drafted, Addison, Jordan Addison out of Southern Cal, is not bad either. So, you know, they, the Eagles need they need some help at corner. And uh, Bradbury's not, if he has a concussion, there's no way he's playing on Thursday. I mean, mm-hmm. The way the league takes, they don't let guys play on Sunday sometimes. So there's no way he's playing on a Thursday night if he had a concussion. Um, Eagles linebackers, I, you and I, we this has been since since we've been doing the show for a couple of years now. This has been something that comes up every year. Yeah, they don't they don't seem to they still don't seem to care much about that position, and I don't understand why. Because if you go back in Eagle history, they've had some of the greatest linebackers to ever played a game. Sure. Let's go back to Chuck Bednarik. I mean, we'll start there. Bill Burton. Bill Burton. Yeah. Seth Joyner. Yeah. Jeremiah Trotter. Yeah. They've always. It seems like they when they they've always had a great. Those they, they don't they mm-hmm. no, not anymore. 
which you know we've talked about this before. It, it, did, yeah. did you say this guy was two hundred sixteen pounds? Two hundred sixteen pounds. That's, that's, that's not a, that's the, that's not a that's not even a strong safety. In I'm going to say football. that's a small yeah. safety. Yeah. So uh, so that's going to be a concern. But you know, I I do believe that um, you know scheme wise that there's ways to overcome it. But the bottom line is in today's football, especially with the advent of the tight end splitting out into a, more of a wide receiver position that you've got to have a guy that can cover a tight end in the middle of the field. And, and right now, from what I see, that that's a concern. Can, can they scheme the it to cover that The Vikings do have a pretty good tight end also. They do. I didn't mention that. They have the TJ Hawkinson. Right. Who they, they traded for they last year Detroit, and, yeah. and just paid him a ton of money to beat, her, to beat her guy. So I would expect the Vikings to – that's where they're going to go to him a lot as well. This is going to be – Again, I'm, I don't think the Vikings. I think their defense is shaky. Their offensive line isn't very good, and that could that could bode well for the mm-hmm. Eagles' pass rush, um, which is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still got Reddick and Sweat, and, and Kirk Cousins is not the most mobile guy back there, so no, we should be able to get him on the ground a little bit. But I mean, they're, they're going to there'll be some quick throws. I'm I'm thinking to the tight end over the middle, right? Yeah, and they and the Vikings let go of Dalvin Cook, which you know it's interesting. These teams that are giving up. Uh, like the Colts giving up on Jonathan Taylor. You know, they're starting running back. Um, the Vikings not wanting to pay uh, the, their guy. It just, it, it's a, it's certainly from a running back standpoint, it's got to be frustrating to be at the top of your class and getting, you know, these, not that $10 million a year is, is measly money, but I mean, compared to what some of these other guys are getting, it yeah, just they, seems a little bit unfair to me. But, you know, hey, Ezekiel Elliott is a good example, right? Now, is he toast? He didn't look good in that game. He had seven carries for twenty nine yards. He fumbled the ball. Maybe you know, maybe they're they're looking for younger guys at value versus these you know established players who may not have enough left in their tank because it is a punishing position. That's what ha- that's what's happening, and you know, there's no reason to pay a lot of money for a guy to to carry seven times for twenty nine yards. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he can't play anymore. He can play at that role, but you're not going to pay him you'll pay him a couple million dollars instead of, you know, the big, big money. Yeah. Uh, I think the Giants made a mistake with, with Saquon Barkley. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they gave him a, they gave him some money, but they, well, they didn't give him what he wanted, but he, he still got a lot. And how much of a factor was, was he the other night? Not, not, not much. I well, mean, they got, they got behind the, so far it, they had to throw it. Right. Well, it, it's kind of a shame the way the game has become. It's, 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 you, you, you don't win running the ball anymore. I mean, you can, you, you have to run a little bit, but if you don't have a quarterback in this league now, yeah. if you're the Jets. I mean, you're not going to win many games without. It's a good thing, the Jets, a good thing the Jets had Brees Hall last night, though. Yeah, and, 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 a, and a punt returner. And good thing the good thing they had Josh Allen playing against them, throwing turn the ball over for Yeah, him. what was up with him last night? Oh, he was, the quarterback's supposed to protect the football. He's out there looking like Brett Favre, trying to wing it That's around. and you know, The bad Brett Favre. Yeah. He didn't have the good Brett Favre, but he had the bad. Yeah. yeah. Three that picks was, and a fumble. That's, that was awful. That was shocking. But you, but, but you have to win. With, I mean, to win in the NFL today, you, you, I mean, you need – and the Eagles are lucky. Or not lucky, They but they were they – have, they have the quarterback. Jalen Hurts is one of the best in the, in the league, mm-hmm. even though coming off a rusty performance, but he's still one of the best in the league. So we've got again. We've got Minnesota on a short week as we take a look at the the upcoming schedule. Um, we've got uh, Tampa Bay next week. Everybody kind of penciled that in as a win, but you know they beat a, a Minnesota Vikings team on the road. And um, that Monday night, it is a Monday Monday night. Yeah. Um, 
Now I'm drawing a blank on the kid from uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. Is their yeah. quarterback now? He actually looked. He looked pretty good. He looked. He, did, he, he's got talent. Yeah. Well, he was the number one pick in the draft. I mean, right. You would think he'd have some talent, and then, and then the following week, uh, the Eagles host the Washington Commanders, who new improved version of the Commanders. They've got a you know a new owner. They've got Eric Bieniemy now running the offense, which I I think will help them. They love this kid Sam Howell, a quarterback, and I think overall. Um, the the Giants thing is an anomaly. You, uh, Vermeil used to say this: "You're never as good as you think you look on film, and you're never as bad." And that's the case. The Giants are going to look at that film, and sometimes you just, you know, everything snowballs and and, and happens uh, occasionally by chance, and you know you got you got to uh, slough that off and uh, consider it a new day. I think the Giants. I think overall, the NFC East is a much better conference than it was last year. Going to be more challenging for the Eagles to win it. Yeah, I think. Well, I think. Dallas is good now. I don't. I don't know if they're forty to nothing, like you they're said. Not. They're never not. They're bad. You're never as good. But they're good. They added something. They were good last year. They they made the playoffs. They won some games. They won a playoff game. Then they went to San Francisco and played pretty well, but lost. It was a good game. Um, and they added some people. They added Cooks to the offense at wide receiver, and they added Gilmore to their defense. So they, they added two good players. Plus, they drafted some. You know, they drafted like everybody. They added you know some rookies that they seem that they like. So, no, Dallas isn't going away they're gonna that's gonna be a good challenge the giants i don't think they'll be they're not again they're not as bad as they played against dallas but i don't think that they're a playoff team like they were last year i think they kind of snuck up snuck up on people last year they got it they got off to a great start last year they were the surprise in the league early then they kind of stumbled home a little bit uh then they beat the vikings in the playoffs but i think the vikings were kind of a fraud too Mm -hmm. um but i think i mean they're not terrible the giants aren't bad but i don't know if they're a playoff team washington's gonna be interesting because there's a with the new ownership and, let, and let's be honest i don't think anybody liked the old ownership <laughs> including the players the coaches not one person weird. i ever heard of like yeah i never heard anybody say hey that yeah, Snyder, he's a great that? guy <laughs> i've never heard that so um i think there's just a, a sigh of relief in washington i think there's um it's just a, a feel bet they feel better about themselves now with the new owner mm-hmm. now again talent wise they got a defense Washington plays defense now. They hey, they got some people hey, up front. They beat the Eagles at home last year. Yes, they did. Ron Rivera is a good defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Bienemy is going to you know he's going to I'm guess he's you know now he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes, so that makes it a little mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't make it quite as easy for him. But like you said, they they like Sam Howell. Um, I'm not sure I do, but we'll see. <laughs> they have some people though. I like I love Terry McLaren, their, their wide receiver. Um, Did you like the report out of Washington when the B enemy took over and the player said that he was coaching him too hard? That was hysterical. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like that. That doesn't that doesn't go over well with me. Like I said, they have a Mom, good defense. Mommy, the coach is yelling at me. Come on, man. This is the NFL. That's like that, that's that's I I was a high school athletic director for a few yeah, years. Yeah, I know you were. That's the kind of stuff you hear, in, and yeah. I had to tell parents. Yeah, know, yeah. Where my coach wants to win, okay? Yeah. That's when, if we win, if we lose and he's doing that, then, then come talk to me. As long as we're winning and things are, he's not doing anything, you know, he's not beating your kid or something or making him do something crazy, 
What a world. Okay. What a world. But you have to work hard. Working hard is part of it. <laughs> exactly. And being criticized. And, and all, being, not just sports. Anything. Being criticized is part of getting better. If everything is happy, happy, joy, joy all the time, you, you never improve. Um, Cookies and milk, guys. And then uh, after the Commanders game, the Eagles traveled to the Rams, which looked like an easy win at the beginning of the season. But Matthew Stafford, well, they went up there and punched Seattle in the face yeah. the other day. That was one of the shocks. And again, two years ago, this was a Super Bowl team, so you, you can't look past that. And then, you know, they're going to have the Jets now without Aaron Rodgers. But as the Jets showed last night, when you can run the ball and you can play defense, you can win any football game. So be in the game. It's, um, that's going to you know, be You know, the Eagles have never lost to the Jets. I, I did not know that, no. They've never. I think they're like 12 and 0. Really? 12 and 0. Yeah. Well, that's a good, that's a good sign. They've never lost. Yeah. Let's not make it. I think there's only like two things, two teams like that. I forget the other one. I think it's somebody in the Colts, I believe. But huh. Um, yeah, they've never lost. But listen, Mark, we're going to uh, do these recaps uh, on most every week. Again, uh, for everybody that follows us, I'm uh, going to Europe for a couple weeks. We're going to take a couple weeks off. We will be back on October 2nd or 3rd talking about the uh, Commanders-Eagles game. And we'll recap the two games that we've missed. And, of course, um, we thank uh, Joe Gajemi here at Sweet Recording for the great job in the studio. Getting Mark and I on camera, I think, is a is a minor or major achievement, whichever way you want to look at it. Joe did a good job of patching it all together for us. And if you need a podcast or looking to do something, Sweet Recordings here in Mount Laurel is a great way to do it. But, uh, Mark, great being with you. Thanks very much for a nice report. I look forward to doing this all season long. And, for my partner, Have a great vacation. my partner Mark Eckel, my name's Ken Dunnick. I will see you on the other side of Italy in a couple weeks. Have a great day, everybody, and go birds. <laughs>